Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for April 10th through 14th. Eh. Yeah. 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 Like, really? It just felt like a long week. That was it? They dragged There a really lot was of stuff no out. end to the nurse's ball? There was no end there to the nurse's ball? There was no end. There was no remembrance. They yes, didn't even Lucy. show their goodie bags. No. There was no corporate sponsor. Yeah. Hey, but Sam explained that one away to Cody with, they all pay for it. So, I'll I'll give them that, that we didn't have the Oyovale and Oikos and Jeez Louise. John Stamos was the spokesperson for Oikos for the longest time. I don't know if he still is. That would have been the year to have Blackie come back. That would have been the year to have And you Blackie could have had back. him eating Oikos in the background or like in the backstage. He could have been like, oh, I love this stuff. <laughs> it's so good. Yes, there are the um, selling wording. So great for those products. Just randomly. I washed my face today with some Dove body fix. There were some, though, that they did really well with the, oh, here, your lipstick needs touch up. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I love that shade. Because that's a natural conversation that, natural, that, that is we would have. That is a natural conversation. But yeah. But there were some that were. Those body wash ones were just hysterical. You were just expecting them to, like, do the old 50s look at the camera wink. <laughs> exactly. You know, with the little glistening sparkle or whatever. Go get it at Target today for only $3.99. With coupon. <laughs> we didn't have any 
uh, Poor Charles Pipelines. But I did have a correction. I was trying to think of what musical I was thinking of with Valentine and Anna's dance number. Okay. And I think what I was combining oh, no. somehow was there is a part in Singing in the Rain where Gene Kelly does a huge dance number with all these girls and everything. And it's it's separate from the movie. So it's kind of out of place. But I think what I was really picturing in my mind was Tony and Maria from West Side Story. When they first meet at the community dance, they see each other, don't speak. Everyone else in the background fades away and they dance. Okay. So I think that that's what I was thinking of. So then, obviously, you know, I had to Google things. And... Oh, no. Now she doesn't remember what she Googled. No. Riff. I couldn't remember his name for a second because I'm like, I'm forgetting his name. Riff, the leader of the Jets, Uh was played by, in the movie, Mm -hmm. Amber Tamblyn's dad. That is so crazy. Amber Tamblyn, the original Emily Quatermain. It all comes together. (laughs) There was something else that I read, too. Somebody else was in that movie. You didn't tell me somebody else. You only told me about Amber Yeah. Um, I did know growing up, Macaulay Culkin's dad was the little boy that caught the basketball when they were playing in the opening sequence because my teacher told us that when we watched it in music class. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. See? I was raised and educated by nerds. Yeah, you were. And this was pre-internet. So she just knew that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. (laughs) I have so many questions now. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to find her on Facebook and be like, excuse me, how did you know that? Wow. Wow. It was probably in a magazine or something. Maybe. You know, you like read back then to get all your information. True. Actual articles. It was probably in a like People magazine or something. Fun fact. Maybe. I would like to know. Hmm. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this week, but you know, I like correcting myself or if there was anyone else sitting there going, Oh my God, what musical is she talking about? That's the one, the made up one in her head. It wasn't made up, but that's the style that I was admiring it from was a fan of that style of musicals. Therefore I liked that. I'm glad that you liked it and that it, they only wrote that that for for me. So it's okay. Sorry, I felt like I was watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. So, Oh, uh, Max's mom said that she nearly, uh, I think she said she spit out her drink or like she laughed really hard whenever you said that. So, <laughs> Well, thanks. I'm glad you appreciated it. Just that whole sequence, the way they went. I was like, hmm, where's the trolley? So <laughs> uh, I guess we can just go to Hulu headlines. No. Siri, shut up. <laughs> Siri's like, I found a trolley for you. No. <laughs> we don't have trolleys. We don't need a trolley, Siri. Hulu headlines. Oh, this should be interesting. On Monday, Michael updates Willow. Tuesday, Nina breaks bad news. <laughs> oh, he updates her on the what happened on the nurse's ball. And the Obrecht was... Right. But he doesn't actually know that she's gone. It would be Carly and Drew update Michael and Willow. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. (laughs) On Wednesday, Dante reaches a grim conclusion. Okay. Thursday, Curtis supports Portia. Eh. Like, no kidding? Like, what is he supposed to say to her? Oh, your kid's missing? I don't care. I'm mad at you. (laughs) Right. And I don't know that he was really supporting 
Portia as much as he cares about Trina, whether she is his daughter or not. And then Friday, Spencer issues a threat. That was good. All right. I guess we could just get back to the Michael updating Willow. You're right. He filled her in on the remaining nurse's ball because she had fallen asleep. And he told her about the magic wands. And she's like, big burly Yuri. <laughs> Very sad that she missed that. I was surprised. But he recorded it for her. He I did. thought that was sweet. He did. And Michael is good with her, especially now that she's dying. He, Michael is good with her now that she's dying and doing nice things like recording the nurse's ball and getting her tea. That's what he got her when she had her breakdown. Yeah. But Carly and Drew came to see them later. It was like later in the evening, but they came over to let them know. Um, so little snafu, you know how Liesl disappeared? Well, we still can't find her. She's like actually missing, not just off stage. Yeah. I still like that, that they did that. Not that I want Willow to die because I don't, but I was not expecting Obrecht to go missing. Mm -mm. That was a nice little surprise that they threw in there. And now that we heard Victor talk this week, it makes sense. I thought he was just stealing her because he was in love with her. Mm -hmm. But instead, he is going to take over the world and needs her to save his family. Sounds very simple. Like, here I mean, go. you know. Well, I mean, she was part of what kept Robin alive. Mm -hmm. So he's like, can you do that for us? Okay, but here's what I don't get. And I don't mean to jump ahead. No, to this, but this do is where it. we're at. He said, you're going to do it for us or your family is going to die. Well, isn't her family going to die anyway if you're, like, poisoning the whole world? I don't know. So. Yeah, I mean, that. I guess you, maybe he would save everyone. Like, save her whole family if she did it. I don't know. He never said he was going to save her family. He said. No, right. I won't kill your family. Like, I won't seek them out to kill them. Right. If. You make this, but it sounds to me like they're dying anyway because you're exposing them to whatever the heck it is that you're creating. I'm really interested to see how this ties up because Laura has finally connected that this might have something to do with her past. Finally. You know, everybody in her life has now been targeted by Victor somehow. And she's like, oh, wait, this may have something to do with me. And she's trying to connect the dots. And I did like that this week they showed her on the Haunted Star. And she's like, that was my wedding gift. Blah, 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 blah. So do you think Ethan's on the boat? I hope not. I don't know. I actually hope not. I, he, he said that he has Ethan, though. He somewhere. does have Ethan. But I feel like that would be anticlimactic to have him on the boat. Because then he's just going to escape and help Trina and then it's going to be no, like... No, 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 Trina's got know. this. Trina's doing this Well, on that's her what own. I mean, is yeah. I feel like if they have Ethan on that boat, we're going to turn this into a man saved these younger kids. And that's not what's going on. Trina's got it. Oh, my gosh. So she snuck on to the Haunted Star to follow Spencer. And she overheard everything that Victor was sharing with Spencer about his master plan. And he's surprised that Spencer's not all, yay, and 
So then she winds up letting Spencer know that she's there. And they're so cute. Because they're like, yay, smooches. Okay, seriously, we got to live, though. (laughs) And so he causes a distraction by threatening to slash Liesl's throat, which I did not. I was not anticipating either. No, that was... That was good. That was good. And that I think Victor called his bluff. Yeah. But I think that Liesl then got that they were on the same side. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, now we can figure out how to work together because you obviously don't want to be here any more than I do. I have her burgundy dress in teal. Oh, that's cool. I have that dress, but it's in teal. Huh. Did yep. someone kidnap you and buy it for you or you purchased it yourself? I purchased it myself. So that's good to hear. <laughs> It's one of my skinny dresses that once I get skinny again, I will be able to wear again. Yay. I'm looking forward to it. We should do the cooking show. You can wear it on that. <laughs> I'm like, hey, recognize this? <laughs> we are twins. But so then Trina was able to get into the command room and found, I love that she was like, oh, please be what I think you are with picking up the phone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she was able to call her mom. And of course, everyone was standing around at the time. And Laura was trying to remember. So first, she's trying to guide Trina through reading. And she's like, look for like the screen that's going to have the big circle thing on it. And then she said, there'll be coordinates. And Trina's like, what are coordinates? Which, fair enough, if you've never done anything like that, you might not know. Right. However, and Laura said something about, if you're, you'll see a series of numbers. Mm-hmm. She said, Number, 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 degree by number, 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 degree. And I'm like, you don't know to read that. If you don't know what coordinates are, you don't know to say degrees after. That's true. Unless it said that on the screen. Right. And you did. Or if it had the little, the degree symbol to the right, to the top right. Maybe. I would assume it that it had that symbol, but I also. So I'll give her that. But if for, I was just like, really? Hmm. Nerd catch. Sorry. No, that's okay. I assume it had the little circle, but I don't know. I think I'd just read the numbers straight across. Right. If I didn't know. Right. But yeah, that was fun seeing Laura be like, okay, I know this place. So look at this, look at this, give me the information. And then Trina was trying to be smart and didn't take the phone, but she did take a radio. They know Curtis literally told you they will notice yep. if you take something. He was like, just leave it there and go hide. Mm-mm. I also feel like though, We've been on the Haunted Star before because we like to have people suddenly sleep over there and or be killed there. There has to be other rooms. That is the room where Kiki died. That is the room where Carly walked in on Sunny and Nina. Yeah. There, there has, there to, be has to be other rooms. rooms. So perhaps she can go find one of those other rooms to hide out in and they won't think to check them because they're unaware that there's other rooms apparently. I did think it was funny that Victor noticed that the door was not bolted shut on the outside and blamed the guard. And he's like, don't do that again. Yep. Because Spencer was in the room. Thank goodness. And he played it up perfectly. Like I was getting a shower. I wasn't even attempting to touch the door. Right. And he's like, can I just have some serious food? How do you hire a chef for that boat? Hey, I'm kidnapping a whole bunch of people. You want to come cook for us? Maybe he has a personal chef. I highly doubt that Victor cooks for himself. He has a personal chef. Oh, he definitely has a personal chef. I just would like to sit in on that interview. Maybe it's like the military where you're part of the military and some of the people in the military are the cooks. So part of his little, what is that called? Crew? Regime? 
regime. Thank you. Like his, his soldiers or whatever. Yeah. And he has made one of them into the cook. So they're part of his plan because they will also have to know if he wants them poisoned or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hmm. That would be a good job to have because then whenever they come and bust up the ring, you can be like, I was just the cook. I don't know what you're talking right. about. I stayed in the kitchen. I was hired to make some food for people on this boat. I thought it was a party. Mur- murder mystery. Yes. There you go. There we go. All right. You're welcome, Mr. Chef. I just gave you an alibi. <laughs> this week was so boring. I'm I was sorry. Gonna say, I, look at how spaced out my notes are, and it doesn't even barely goes on to a second page. Mm-mm. Well, we can go back to Willow and Michael. Okay. Willow and Michael. Well, Willow decided that since she's not getting the transplant, she wants to marry Michael tomorrow. I did like that they showed her breaking down privately because that's what we do. Yes. And that was needed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Continue. I'm sorry. I just, no, I was no, just no. thinking that because I, yes. I really liked that. I, I hate that it was happening, but... I really, really liked it. Right. From the character that we know of Willow, that made sense for her to send Michael to get her another tea and then to sit there and break down. But then she like pulled herself out of it and was like, okay, we're going to get married tomorrow. And so Brooklyn started planning it. And then she called Maxie, who showed up with her cute new hairstyle. I know. I Maxie like is a brunette. I like how they transitioned it, too. I don't care if you're at the hair salon. Get over here. And they addressed it because there was no not right but they never so liesel kathleen has let her natural hair color come through Mm -hmm. and that hasn't been addressed but that's okay we don't have to justify when we do things like that but i liked that that made sense for brooklyn and maxi to be having that conversation yes wow your hair's cute we'll talk about it later but here's the deal Mm -hmm. no i liked it i felt like it was a like a needed change for her i'm used to her being a blonde and i like that but I felt like it looked good. Good for her. Change it up. Yep. Anyway, so they're planning the wedding, or they're starting to talk about planning a wedding, and then Michael comes in and hears them say that Michael might be upset. Well, before all that, there was Sasha in Brooklyn counseling Willow. Oh, yes. To get to that point. Right. I forgot Sasha was there. I'm sorry. That's okay. She kind of blends in lately. She needs her own. She's getting her own. All right. I hope so. Like, let's get her there. But anyway... She ends up deciding that she wants to marry Michael right away and thinks that he's going to be mad because he's going to view it as her giving up. And instead, he does come out and is all sweet and is like, no, I would marry you whenever you want. Let's but he does ask her, are you? Yes. I mean, what's she going to say? Right. The person that's supposed to save me is missing. Am I giving up? No, I would still like to live. But at the but same kind time. Kind of realistic on what we are dealing with right now. Right. Yeah. Do you have a secret donor you didn't tell me about? No. Okay, then. Gotta deal with the fact that this may be the end. Yeah. Yikes. I did think it was sweet because Brooklyn was saying, you're trying to carry all this on your plate and you and Michael should share a plate. Yes. I did like her analogy for how life is supposed to be with a partner. And sometimes the plate is more tilted one way than the other, but you're still supposed to share the plate. Only falls when one person doesn't hold on. That is true. That is how plates work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else happened this week? Uh, Oh, 
Gladys went to the PCPD. Like, can you take oh. my statement? Can you take my statement? Can you she take my statement? So annoying. And Sam's totally onto it. Finally, she's like, "You're quite eager to give this statement. Do you not realize that there is some crazy person kidnapping random people and taking them off onto a boat? They don't care Bra- about your statement. The bracelet's back. It'll all work out." And Sam believes Cody. Absolutely. He called her and was like, seriously, I did not do this. Well, again, if you just walk through the process, which she did, mm-hmm. is he really going to hide it in his coat pocket? Like, right. No. Like, you know, he's better than that. You'd at least run it out to your car. Come on now. You're not going to leave it in a coat pocket and in a coat pocket of a jacket you haven't worn yet. Oh, Oh, see, I assumed that he had, Mm-mm. and then went back and got changed, and then went back and got changed into his... No, because remember, they were getting ready to go on, and he came out and was like, can I have my jacket, please? I thought that was after he... I thought that was after the performance. I thought that he had been in his tux, because he was, when he walked the red carpet, he was in his... He was dressed, but then he had to get changed out of it to be a magic wand, and then he had to get back into his outfit, and he came in and said, my jacket's missing. Oh, see, I thought that was just part of what they were supposed to change into afterwards. I didn't think that was his original tux. Even I don't feel like Cody's a two-tux guy. That's okay. Valid uh, statement. I, I like that two-tux guy. But, I mean, some, sure. You know, Lucy has worn 13 dresses during a nurse's ball. She's changed in between all of them. Guys really just have it so easy, though. They really do. There's a great... It's a clip from... Steve Harvey, and he tells guys, you need like a gray suit, a black suit, a blue suit, and I think a brown suit. And then he says, you know, get a white shirt, get a cream shirt, get a blue shirt, maybe. I forget. And then he basically says between all of those, you basically get 70 different looks. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we get 70 different looks by having 300 pieces of clothing. Uh That's actually not accurate because I do know someone who will redo your closet for you and do that for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. She does your colors. Okay. So it lets you know like what you should be wearing and whatnot. And then she helps you to minimize your closet. That way you are not not wearing things. You don't have the skinny dress that is sitting in the back. (laughs) And I really want to do it, but I don't. I feel like that's a, that's a mental thing that it's. Yep. But I look, I love that dress. Like, I don't want to get rid of it, mm-hmm. you know? So, but yeah, it's really interesting. Anyway, back to Cody <laughs> and the tux. I don't feel like Dante believed him either. I, no, Dante did not believe that him. Was, uh-uh. That wasn't okay. They're good friends. He would be honest with Dante, I feel like. And I feel like he knows enough to not trust Gladys. That's also his family. Right. He knows her history. Right. Why is he believing everything she has to say mm-hmm. over Cody? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. And why aren't they just running fingerprints? Because back to your point, though, like even if, if he hadn't worn the jacket, period, since the bracelet had gone missing. Right. So that's 100% accurate. His fingerprints would have to be on it, right? Yep. Yeah, he definitely did not have gloves to go with his tux. So he would have picked that up. <laughs> he wasn't dueling. No. And don't those things have like crazy clasps? Uh-huh. That's what the movies tell me. Yes. He's, mm And he's that, not was that, a, refined. that was a 
decent size bracelet. And I'm assuming, considering the amount of diamonds that were in it, that it weighed a uh-huh. good amount. That doesn't just fall off your wrist and you'd be like, oh, I didn't notice that was mm-hmm. missing. You would feel it physically slide off your arm. And especially if someone tried to undo right. it and then yeah. take it off. Like, I don't know. That'd be like saying, oh, you stole my ring off my finger. No, that's pretty much impossible. Right. Because you feel that tugging sensation. You're not going to be like, oh, just, I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. I, we, they got to give him a little credit. They do. And, and Dante should be questioning her just as much as he's questioning. And I feel like if you are, I know he wanted the ice princess necklace because it was worth so much or whatever, but that was a legit piece of jewelry that was supposed to be his mm-hmm. the way he was playing it anyway. He's not a dumb thief. Even if he is a thief, mm-hmm. where are you taking this bracelet anywhere around Port Charles and right. being, Oh, here, I just want to, your local pawn shop is not buying that bracelet. No. They're just You not. cannot sell that on eBay. No. So why would he steal such a hot item? Right. It, does, it just doesn't make any sense any way around. So I feel like everybody should be able to say, yeah, Cody's not that stupid. He might steal a diamond earring that fell out or something that you could go make a couple thousand bucks off of. He's not stealing a priceless bracelet that comes with a bodyguard. And he could even, let's say that the, so I'm thinking about the movie Oceans 8 uh-huh. with, it was the girls ocean movie and the one girl made jewelry quickly out of all the diamonds. And so they all wore the jewels out. So if he were to, let's say, grab a an earring, he could have a fake earring and say, oh, here you drop that, but also still be having right. the real one. Because isn't that, I think that was, I don't remember if that's what they did. I don't know, but that that's movie. plausible. It's a good movie. I like planning that. it. If you're planning ahead to steal something, that you have a knockoff version to hand back to them because then they don't think anything about it. Yeah. But in this circumstance, no. Everybody has to be able to say, Gladys, you're setting him up. There's no way that this happened. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. <sighs> I don't know. I don't like when they make everybody around them stupid. 
And they made Nina dumber this week, too. I'll let you handle this one. <laughs> it, <sighs> Just all the, help me find my Aunt Liesl, help me find my Aunt Liesl. And it's... It's like she lost her in a department store. Uh-huh. It's the way that she's saying it. I mean, it's... She's a strong woman. Like, she is a force. Yes, obviously, when things happen, you don't know how you're going to react and everything. But I feel like Nina would be... She would be ideas. swimming out to the haunted star to find her. Yeah. Like, that's... Right. This is the woman that not only is my aunt, but she's also the person to save my daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start brainstorming ideas. Even if I need to run a boat and go out there and try to get her back, I'm going to do something. I'm not just right. going to whine at a man. Help me. Help me. Yeah. No, I was, I did. She and Carly have kind of been like, all right, so we're putting a hold on this right now mm -hmm. and we can fight after Willow's saved. Okay, cool. Thanks. And I just love Sunny basically casually filling everyone in. Oh, yeah, I knew that Valentina, Nana, and Lucy were alive. They were in the ski lodge. They were my my safe house. Yep. I know. And everyone's like, "What? wait, what? Mm-hmm. Well, Jordan got into that with Laura. She's like, how am I supposed to share information with you when you haven't been sharing information with me? Mm -hmm. All these people I thought were dead, and you're hanging out with them in sunny safe house. Yep. But Laura was right. I couldn't tell you. It would have compromised everything. Right. So... Sorry about your luck, Jordan. I will give Sonny... So, Nina did go to Sonny and ask for help. And he was like, do you understand what you're asking? Yes. And she was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. When she finally put on her big girl pants and asked the question, that makes sense. Like, it right. is questionable to ask Sonny for help. When you finally get to the point to ask him, okay. But I feel like that would have... Especially where they're together. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would have been her first go-to is, all right, Sunny, listen, I know there's a lot that I don't know about, but I know that you have Spinelli. I know that you have Brick. What can they do in this situation? Mm -hmm. She knows that at least. Right. Now, if, if someone kidnapped one of my kids, I would go to whoever I know that has the most pool and be like, I need you to do whatever it takes yeah. to get them back. I don't need the details, but I need you to do whatever it takes. And that's the end of it. I wouldn't stand next to them for the first half hour going, help me, help me. Right. Mm. I did think it was funny, though, as Jordan was putting everything together and how she kind of said that to Laura with the, and the deputy mayor's death. Yeah. You know, she was like, did you know about that? And I think Laura was like, I didn't know he was going to do that. I knew she was involved mm -hmm. and stuff. But then he should have made, she should have made Jordan feel icky along with her and been like, I knew that she was working for him. But once I found out that they were lovers, I figured she was protected. And then Jordan could have been like, oh, that's so gross along with the rest of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Mm -mm. Ooh, he made a little bit of a naughty comment when he and Liesl were talking and he said something about, you can either have it like the easy or the hard way or something. And Liesl was like hard. And he's like, there was a point in my life where that would have stirred my loins. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my favorite line of the week. That was a very Because he was menacingly talking about his loins stirring. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, um, 
Oh, but then Jordan and Dante, how did they put together that Trina was probably on the Haunted Star? Because Curtis all and the Portia calls were going. Oh, yeah. All the calls were going undelivered. All yeah. the messages were going undelivered and all the calls were going straight to voicemail. Yeah. And so and they knew that she had been with Spencer the night before. They asked Joss. Yeah. They talked to Joss. That was it. Because I'm like, how? Because they went to go see Portia at the hospital and Curtis was there. <sighs> Poor Portia. I mean, you see them coming. Yep. And the look on her face. And all the no, no, no's. I feel like she already had somewhat of an idea, though, because she had gone to Joss's dorm before that Mm -hmm. and been like, oh, where's Trina? And Joss said, oh, I told her that you were here, so she's not blindsided. And then she never came back. That's not like her to not say anything to Joss about where she's going to be. Like, okay, cool. I'm not coming back. Let me know when she's gone. Maybe. At least there would have been a conversation, not just. Absolutely. Yeah. And Joss did encourage her to stay, though, Mm -hmm. when she was there visiting. Yes. And then Carly goes and talks to Joss and tells about Liesl and Willow because Joss was getting ready to go over and babysit while they went to the hospital. Although then, oh, because earlier in the week, Sonny basically... Told Joss and Dex, yeah, so I've known about this for that a long was time. Good. That How was about good. You don't let it interfere your job and I will stay out of it. Yep. He said, Did your mother know about yep. this? And she was like, Yeah. I wonder what he would have said if she t- I think that if if Carly did not know, I do think Sonny would have told her mm-hmm. because of the safety issue. Absolutely. But with Carly knowing, he's like, and she's okay with this? And Joss is like, Yeah. And then Carly yells at her when Dex was shot. Yeah. You literally, I understand she told her, you don't understand this life, but why are you surprised that he got shot? Right. Do you know what he does for your ex? Come on. Oh, hey, remember he's gotten shot a bunch too. I just thought that was interesting because you do, you have to let your kids make their own decisions and that's a big, big decision mm-hmm. to put them. She was honest enough, I guess, with her past with Sonny and Jason, but maybe she should have been a little bit more. So here's the number of times they've been in the hospital. Here's right. how many shootouts. Here's all the Joss is mature enough to, mm-hmm. she already knows what she knows and there's other stuff that she doesn't. Right. Maybe she should be brought in a little bit on what it really means to be with a guy in that situation. I mean, Carly's been with the more powerful, but or the higher ranking. Yeah. But still, Dex's first line. Dex has a higher chance of right. being the first one shot at twice already. Mm-hmm. So. No, I'm glad it's finally out, though, because I was wondering how long they were going to drag it on that they had to hide it because that was really annoying. That was where we were getting the scenes only of, we shouldn't be together. Oh, we're in bed again. Right. So I'm glad. I'm going to make you asparagus. <laughs> I hope that there's some outside interaction now and it'll be fun to see everyone else be like wait what right right well she needs to tell trina first absolutely and but then Trina's they can go public. A little held up right now just a bit i will give her not telling trina right now oh but then esme waking up to find out that ace had been stolen mm-hmm. because she had been conked over the head oh i did feel bad for her yeah she does love that baby and she even said to Laura, I'm not the Esme that you're talking about. Again, even if I was, I think I would still care. Right. You know, it's like, my baby. Yeah. 
And Laura was trying to comfort her. And she's like, nope, I'm going to work on getting that baby back for you. And Esme is blaming Nicholas. Right. And she's like, no, I don't think this had anything to do with Nicholas or Spencer. This is just Victor because he's evil. Yeah. And then Diane went to check on Robert while Anna was in surgery because yes. they still care about each other, even though they're they're just, I think we've talked about this. Like Robert and Anna are the soulmates that are like the long life, long life best friends. They're always going to care about each other. They were married for a minute, but that just didn't work. I don't mean like soul soulmates, you know, but like, obviously he's going to be pacing the floor whenever it comes to her. Yeah. I feel like there's being people in that surgery. are meant to be in your life forever, but they don't have to be your spouse. And that's what they right. are. Yeah. They're just besties. Mm-hmm. Plus they share a daughter together. So, but she tries to distract him. By asking him, okay, so your job is literally to travel the world. Where do you go to relax? <laughs> and just as he's about to answer her, her phone rings. And it's Sunny asking her to defend Victor's dude. Yep. And Robert's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm getting information that you can't get. Because dude ain't going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go in there and offer to be his attorney because it doesn't seem like Victor set him up with anyone and then get the information that we need. So chillax. Right. Sunny was thinking ahead there. That was a good plan. Yes. And then Anna gets out of surgery. She had a cardiac arrest in the ambulance and then also had another one while on the table, right? Yeah. And well, Valentine okay now. <laughs> And Valentine's like, God's an Anna fan. (laughs) It's like, yeah. Seriously, does anyone really not like Anna? I don't want an answer to that. You can email me if you want to. Just not going to. I feel like anyone that doesn't like her is just a jealousy. It's not that you can't. You don't like her. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like you because I I want to be like you. Right. Or you took the man that I wanted. I was going to say, I'm like, there's a lot of Holly Robert fans that don't like Anna because of that. There's a lot of Duke and Anna fans who, you know, don't like the guys that she's with because they want Duke and Anna. But even Holly has said herself, okay, that's all water under the bridge in the past. Right. We may not be going to get our nails done next week, but we're going to talk normal to each other because... We're not we're grown women fighting over a man anymore. Right. So anyway, God's an Anne Devane fan. <laughs> Two thumbs up. That was just really sad though. Valentine just sitting next to her, waiting. And that was about it. <laughs> like she woke up, everyone Yeah, she woke up and it's like, Oh yay, Anna's fine. And you're like, Yeah, we knew that because they couldn't kill off Anna. Oh, I was going to be mad. If that's how Anna Devane went out. My gosh. There was no way. Victor Cassidyne? No No. way. No. I am not even going to give a suggestion because I don't want the writers to even think about it. Mm -mm. No, we have not had Anna for this long for her to die. Nope. Just like Luke is not dead. Agreed. He is on that island that they are going to. Yes. (laughs) You know I'm going to be a hot mess when that happens, right? Oh, I know. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be a hot mess. I know. Okay. I'll bring some tissues next week. (sighs) But really, was there anything else? Finn, Chase, and Gregory at the gym talking about Brooklyn and Link. I kind of glazed out of that. So, 
Finn and his dad were like, Chase, come on, you should give Brooklyn another chance because you really like her and she's so nice and blah, blah, blah. And Chase was like, no, because she didn't write the thing for me to get back on the, the squad and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm unhappy. And then they were both like, yeah, but love only comes around once in a while. You should take it while you can. It's important. I love how monotone you are giving us this update. Because that's what it was. <laughs> Please and continue. Then, and then Chase is like, well, you're one to talk. You should be with Alexis. And then Gregory's like, no, different situation. I Alexis feel like we need dad. finger pit puppets right now. <laughs> like we need the little stage and finger puppets. Because <laughs> it was so like. No, dad, you should do the same thing to Alexis. Oh my gosh, you might be right. Do, 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> now they're doing push-ups. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> let's let's get them on little equipment. Sorry, my fingers are going little, up and down doing push-ups. Little felt <laughs> exercise equipment. Do you oh, need a Girl I'm Scout project? Get them to make us little right. finger puppets, please. I'm like, what is this for? Well, you see, I like to go on YouTube and have conversations with finger puppets pretending to be GH characters. <laughs> and for the temporary people, we can just use the popsicle stick. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Today. Role will be played by blank popsicle stick. <laughs> I don't want to do it so badly now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Forget CGI. Forget AI. We get popsicle sticks. Yep. What are we going to go back to? Yeah, I just I felt like the whole conversation should have been in that tone because it was just no, Dad. Yes, this blah blah blah. And then we do see, and I hate whenever they do it because we it's already set us up. Like we know what's going to happen already, and then they throw in that at the same time. Alexis is talking to Sam mm-hmm. and yep. saying. Oh no, Gregory will never be my friend again. I messed it up. I'm never going to see him again. I'm so sad. Blah, blah, blah. I overstepped. And Sam's like, You overstepping? That's surprising. And Cute then. laugh track. Right. And then, and then she <laughs> and goes away. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should take clips and add laugh tracks. Yes. That would be funny. That would be funny. Our own voiceovers. And then. Little do they know. <laughs> right. Five <laughs> seconds later, knock, knock, knock. Come in. Oh, look, it's Gregory. Because we all didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> look, he needs a cotton ball for his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he got all Sharpie out a couple extra gray pieces through it. Oh, <sighs> my gosh. That would all be way more interesting than what that scene was. That's all I have to say. But I did like where Sam and Alexis were talking about, okay, so you're going to give me the information that you can, and I'll give you the information that I can without us necessarily stepping completely out of boundaries. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) Is there anything else? <laughs> um, I don't think so. The only thing that we forgot to talk about with the Victor thing was that he actually did say that he would have Spencer killed. Which didn't even make any sense because Spencer's like, you're not going to kill me. I'm calling your bluff because you need me because I'm the only adult Cassidine around that can take on this role. And Victor's like, oh, that's okay. I'm just going to raise your brother up that way. 
it, the baby is not even a year old yet. Right. He's not even, it's six, not even months. six months old. And you're going to raise him to be a Cassidy? Do you know how old you are? You are not Helena. You're not going to live to be 375. You don't got time to raise that baby. Right. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So, yeah. That's that. That's that. And we're actually going to be kind of recapping. So we're only doing the first 30 years this Thursday coming up because... They had write-ups already, and the one for the last 30 years stopped abruptly, and I was not aware of that, <laughs> so I need a little more time. But we're going to be re-talking about a lot of the stuff. We've already talked about the Ice Princess. We've already talked about a lot of the stuff with mm -hmm. Victor Cassidine, but now maybe I'm we will solve it. Now I'm picturing Victor as a cracked popsicle stick because he's like all old trying to raise this little baby. <laughs> anyway. It's like that uh, cartoon. I don't know if you've ever seen it. And it's like, we're going to the store to get our diapers. Because the parent's so old that yeah. they have like the baby. Yeah, I've and not so, seen like, that show. You know, it's not a show, but it's well, like, like it was that. like a meme or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's not nice. <laughs> He just had Victor all cracked and old. <laughs> anyway, okay. Do, do, do. Reality check. Uh, reality check. Yeah, I don't really have. Mm, I don't know. It was a. It was a nah, weeks. The kids were off for spring break, but they the older girls still had to work. So Madeline spent a few days at her dad's house, and then she came home, and we just had like. You know, chillax days. Let's not really stress ourselves about. She was redoing her room. She like moved mm. her furniture and stuff. And then um, yesterday, she had a dance comp in Ohio, and they did well, so that was Yay! exciting. And she was all happy with that because she likes her dance stuff. But on the flip side of that, I had to take my mom to the doctor, and they said that she needs her um, pacemaker replaced. Aww. So anyone who believes in prayers, if you could. Give a couple prayers for my mom that she gets her new pacemaker and makes it through. She's almost 84, so I'm a little freaked out about the idea of her doing surgery. But your mom doesn't seem 84, though. She doesn't seem 84, but as they were running like all the tests to see if she could um, get the pacemaker and like where they are with that, they're like, oh, we're finding other little health problems because my mom ignores everything hmm. or likes to self-diagnose. And so something will be wrong. And she's like, oh, no, it's no big deal, blah, blah, blah. And then after the fact, you're like, oh, wait a second. Actually, like, we should have gone to the deal. doctor. We should have done this. Mm. And so um, she has her doctor appointment on Tuesday to go over everything that they found on the testing that they did on Friday when I took her. And so I'm nervous to see what all they're going to say because I don't like to believe that she's 84 because – you know, when her time comes, we'll be recording from our local psych hospital because I won't be able to go on. But all good thoughts. So I appreciate yep. any prayers you can give. Tuesday must be a big day. I have a friend having surgery on Tuesday. Oh. Yeah. Well, hopefully the surgery is good too. Yeah. So for me, kind of the same thing. Not a whole lot going on. Uh, my daughter had off Monday and Tuesday, so she came to work with me. I went out to dinner with friends on Wednesday night to celebrate one of them turning 51 and kind of just a lot of basic life stuff and work stuff. 
I guess that's life stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a whole lot. Boring is supposed to be good. Yeah. So I'll maybe take it. that's where we're at. Yep. So yeah, join us on Thursday as we recap the first 30 years of General Hospital and the part one of the 60-year recap. You know, during all that time that we weren't even born yet. Exactly. Oh, it makes me feel young just to say that. <laughs> anyway, have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.